Podcast Studios. This is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Let's go. Let's go. Happy Hump Day. It is Wednesday, and we are right in the thick of the dog days of winter. Holy shit, it's cold outside. I mean, and it's deceiving because it looks nice, but it feels fucking cold. And and I've decided, and this impacts more than just me, I am going to deprive the poor people who have to go out in this cold weather to collect the, the trash and the recycling. I'm just going to hang on to it for one more week. That trip to the curb, is it's just too far today. And then I have to go back to the curb and bring the bin back up to the house. I'll hang on to that compost for one more week. One more week. Ah, Hopefully it's warmer next month. I can never get away with that. That's good. <laughs> what day is your garbage day? Uh, my garbage day is Friday, but mm-hmm. I have too much stuff. Like I And I've got diapers and dog poop. And that combination needs to leave my house as soon as humanly possible. So, Put it in the no, freezer. It, it's out every week. Actually, I do keep my compost in the freezer. People think that's weird, but I don't want it to smell up the house. So when I'm uh, when I empty my coffee grinds and things like that, I just dump it in a plastic bag or my recycling bag and I put it in the freezer. Stays there until it's garbage. Yeah, that's day. cute though. Like you got oh you got coffee grinds. Eh. Gee, I have two little kids. That don't fucking eat anything. All kinds of shoes and they're chicken chicken wing bones. I'm not putting that in my freezer. It's going out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Coffee grinds. Yeah. Fuck. I wish. I don't know. I don't really eat anything. It's really just a neat combo of vodka, pot, and coffee. Really, it's it's great. Oh, and olive pits. How are you? <laughs> good, good. But you're right. I mean, the dog. You nailed it in the beginning there. These dog days of winter, and and sometimes it kind of passes you by quickly because you have a lot on the go. Right? It's it's busy life, and you got things to go do, places to go. I feel like this winter is just is is just dragging out, and we really are just kind of in the middle of it. That's it. We kind of alluded to this yesterday, but yesterday was reopening day. And the first time we reopened, that was huge. People were making reservations and appointments to get their hair done and massages. And they were lined up to get into the gym. Yesterday seemed really low key. I went out and I was surprised at how low key it was. Mm -hmm. It, It really wasn't the big grand reopening that... I kind of thought it might be. I thought people were really looking forward to going back to the color-coded system. Unless people just didn't understand what that meant and didn't know shit was open. Me too. No, me too. I, I, I haven't had a lot of people that I know being negative about it. But we also have to remember that just because it goes into that system level doesn't mean you have to participate in all of it. Sure. Right. Absolutely right. Yeah, you don't have to go out. And I think the advice is still to stay home as much as you can. Yeah. Only go out if you have to. But I did have a hair appointment yesterday. That was good. Remarkable how much hair came off of me. It was nuts. And I went to Winners yesterday. So a couple takeaways. Number one, when I went into Winners, there was nobody standing at the door. I was fully expecting them to be there with the clicker. Here's how many are in. Here's how many are out. Kind of like they do in a busy nightclub. They didn't have that. So I went in specifically to buy gloves because I had to shovel yesterday. That sucked, but I couldn't find my gloves. So I went in. I got them. They had a couple of PPE specials on yesterday. I got 10 reusable face masks for $12.99, a couple of gaiters, the neck ones, two of them for 6 bucks. It was great. Decent. I was only there for like 10, 15 minutes, and it's crazy how many people walked in behind me. It was really busy in there, and I thought to myself, is nobody controlling this? So I thought, fuck it. I just got in that long line and walked out of the store. Now I'm going to pay for this and go. That's a good question, though. Were there people there counting bodies? 
Not that I saw. Really? There was nobody at the front door. Uh, one staff member at the till, as I walked in, said, hi, welcome back. That was a nice little greeting, but after that, I don't know who was keeping track of how many were in the store, but uh, be careful, winners. There's a lot of inspectors out there that are just waiting to catch stores that are breaking the rules. You might have gotten away with that yesterday, but I don't think that's going to last long. By the way, I just realized that your first day out out of the out of the lockdown or stay-at-home zone was very basic bitch. You yep. went and got your haircut uh-huh. and you went to winners. <laughs> I love it. Did you get a Starbucks too? Tell me you got a Starbucks. I had a latte. Yeah, there you go. Actually, it was an Americano, but yes, I did perfect. have a drink. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Love it. Had my Uggs on. <laughs> brand new lip gloss. It was great. I'm just a basic bitch. That's all I am. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll we'll do a couple of different things here in this podcast. First off, how amazing was it to see Sandler just hit a piss missile yesterday when he redid the Happy Gilmore golf drive. Oh my gosh, I I loved every second of it. Happy Gilmore, I will never forget, you know, the the moment I watched that for the very first time, laughed my ass off. The memories of that movie, the fact that it turns 25 boggles my mind. I was way too young to watch it. I was like 8 or 9, I guess when it came out. And I'll never forget going to the video store because that's what you did back in the day. And I was with my older cousins. And my older cousins had to try to convince my nana, my my dad's mom, bless her soul, that it was fine. Oh, this movie doesn't have, it barely has swear words. Like, cat, cat can watch it. Don't worry about it kind of thing. And no, like, she was like, what is this? Like, just fucking F-bombs. And I, well, I mean, everyone's seen Happy Gilmore, right? Uh, and the movie just brings back some great memories for me. So, First of all, the fact it turns 25, that's crazy. And Adam Sandler, I thought he did a, a great job with that yesterday, going on social media, all of his platforms, and posting a video of him doing the trademark Happy Gilmore Swing. And Shooter McGavin's back. Okay, it's been 25 years since I've done this. Let's see what happens. Went pretty well. You did, Shooter. <laughs> nice drive, Gilmore. 25 years, huh? Let's see if it's a uh, shooter's tour. Check it out. Money. Shooter. Still got it. Why don't you just meet me at the ninth green at nine, Gilmore? Little secret of the pro. Oh, and, uh, Gilmore, wear something nice. <laughs> That's great. I haven't seen that guy in a fucking Shooter. minute. Does Shooter, I, I, you know what, I'll look it up. But if he's not on Cameo, that is the biggest lost opportunity I've ever heard. Okay. If Shooter McGavin's not on Cameo, who the hell is? Because that's perfect for the Shooter McGavins of the world. It's perfect. If I was thinking of a nice birthday gift for, for you even, that would be something I would consider. What a great mm-hmm. fucking gift that would be. A cameo from Shooter McGavin. And sure enough, yes, he is. Shooter McGavin officially is on. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. Uh, is on cameo. Let me see if I can find out how much his video is. You can chat for fourteen ninety nine, which is dumb. Who, who wants to chat? You want a video. Mm-hmm. And a request for a video is $220 US. Mm, if you got a buddy who's a real golfer to get chirped by Shooter McGavin, is th- that might be money well spent. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm happy about it. Uh, how come they never did a sequel to that movie? It's been 25 years. They're mm-hmm. sort of in character for that thing they did yesterday. They might as well just jump back in the studio and make a new one, right? Oh, listen, like, listen to you. Like, it's, I don't think... Well, first of all, Adam Sandler's funny, though. I, I, I'll admit I don't understand how he chooses what he chooses. I don't, I don't understand it. So the, he's been asked the same question about Billy Madison before, which one might argue you can have that debate all day. Fine. Is Billy Madison better? Is it, you know, is Happy Gilmore better? They're both awesome. But he will not do a sequel to either of them. But then he'll do like a shitty fucking movie. Well, multiple shitty movies. Like, Hubie Halloween was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. It was just so bad. So bad. But, again, people watch him. I'm not denying that. Then he's Adam Sandler. He's awesome. But he apparently just isn't ever interested in doing a sequel or reliving those. Which makes no I, sense to me because he did Grown Ups 2. Which, which was fucking terrible. Yeah. Both of them. So why not? People will watch it. If you get the gang together for Happy Gilmore, people will watch it. Yeah, I don't understand why he hasn't done that either. That seems like easy money for him. I mean, there's a lot of good ones that he could redo. Um, if, if they wanted to, They, I guess they could do another Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, Zookeeper was awful. Uh, what was the one that he did with uh, uh, Drew Barrymore, the date movie? Was it Fifty First Dates? Fifty First Dates. That's another one that they could do a, a sequel to. Uh, Little Nicky was terrible, but they could, if they wanted to, make a sequel out of that. Yeah. He's doing another movie with Drew Barrymore, though. I mean, they like doing other projects together, uh, projects together generally, right? They did the one where they have families go to Africa and the name escapes me. You know what I mean? Uh, but And that was fine. That was good. They're good together. I like him and Jennifer Aniston. Just go with it. That's one of, the, that's one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. That one's actually really well done. But I don't know. There's lots of rumors. That I, there's lots of rumors that he might, that he is thinking about it, but he's got to find the right... And, and that's true, and I appreciate that. You got to find the right avenue, right? What 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 do you want to take? What what take do you want to make on this? Like, do you want to make it so that Happy Gilmore actually ends up in pro hockey or teaching hockey lessons? Like, that'd be fucking funny. And he could get anyone he wanted in this movie. He could have he could have any cameo from any athlete, much like he's doing with Hustlers right now. As I think that filming has already wrapped on Hustlers, but that's the basketball movie. There's a ton of basketball stars in that one. And I think he could do the same thing for hockey or golf, whatever he wanted to do, if if he chose to do something with Happy Gilmore. Okay, you tell me yes or no. What Would a sequel be good? Bedtime stories. Uh, no, bad, no. Longest Yard. Aw, yeah, I'd watch it. The Water Boy. No. Click. Aw, yeah, I don't. I don't know if, how I feel about a sequel to it. It's not that I don't like the movie. I actually love Click, but I think that that's why they should leave it alone. So I'm going to say no. Big Daddy. Um, nah. Spanglish. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we agree. Happy Gilmore would probably be awesome. Yep. What about the Wedding Singer? Uh, you know what? I could see them doing. So- they could definitely do something with that. So sure. I'm going to say yeah. Punch Drunk Love. No. Here's one that I want. Well, I guess they can't actually. <laughs> Uncut gems. Oh yeah, that would. That be would it. have to be a prequel, I think. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would have. To, that's exactly it. You could do a prequel to Uncut Gems, but I don't know. He did such a great job with that performance that he probably doesn't even want to touch that again. Uh, let's get to a couple of different things that are going on here in the world. Uh, Dr. Teresa Tam says that the 
variants of COVID are what she calls a ticking time bomb because the infections could soar rapidly. Not what we want to hear, Scott. Not what we want to hear at all. Uh, They did uh, start at the beginning of this month, though, testing any positive COVID test that we get in Ontario. It gets tested to see if it's one of the variants. Only 7% of the infections in Canada are the variants. Having said that, when we're getting about 1,000 new cases a day, that's a lot of people potentially spreading those variants. So that's a little discouraging, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. The NDP criticizing Premier Ford. They say it is a mistake to reopen or to lift that stay-at-home order for the 27 regions that reopened yesterday. Leader Andrea Horvath says the province is transitioning to disaster. Okay, you know what? I, I really... Don't ever give a fuck what Andrea Horvath has to say about anything. <laughs> but she's such a nice you know, lady. You know what? And that, no. And and this is politics. This is not personal. Right. That's why I feel okay saying it. This is strictly politics. You know I've met her. You and I have met her before. She's a few very, times, yeah. She's a nice lady. But I don't need to hear from Jugmeet Singh or Andrea Horvath or anyone else, whoever else is in power in their parties. You're never going to sit there and praise the person that is in power. So I don't really want to hear it. And I don't want to hear, and I hate listening to that garbage of if, if we were doing it, we do it this way. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. Because you would have the same people in your ear that, the, in this particular case, the Conservative Party has in their ear. You would have the same medical officers of health telling you the same things, and you would react probably in the same way. So I really have no time in the world to listen to what they have to say about this. I really wish that we would just encapsulate some of the statements that get made by some of the opposition leaders. And when they get proven wrong, or if they get proven wrong, they should have to apologize. If we reopen now and everything goes fairly smoothly, and before you know it, the vaccines are in arms, and then we get back to normal, I think she should have to stand up in the House and say, Premier, I was wrong. It wasn't a disaster like I predicted you were right. Thank you. That's I. And if you could add that, if you could make that a thing that happens, which would never happen. No. Then I'd be OK with it. But otherwise, shh, just shh, 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 zip it, zip it. When it Shut is up. time to run, don't get me wrong. Then you can absolutely then you voice your opinion. Then you say, well, here's what I didn't like. But let's focus on what I would do and what I could do. That's totally fine. But don't sit there and just pick on everything that's happening. It's a, it's a waste of everybody's time. Newly tabled gun legislation will allow municipalities to ban handguns. The federal liberal government says there would be serious penalties for people who violate the municipal rule, including possible jail time. The bill also proposes a buyback of a wide array of recently banned firearms, meaning owners could sell their guns to the government or they could keep them, but under very strict conditions. The legislation also introduces new red and yellow flag laws that will allow anyone to go to court to have someone else's guns taken away from them. Hmm. So let's uh, let's unpack this a little bit. First off, I'll do this one here because uh, I am a gun owner. For those who don't know, I don't know if I've ever disclosed that on the podcast, but I am probably a little biased here because I've taken those safety courses. I have been approved by the RCMP and I do have my my firearms license. It's a very stringent course that you have to go through. And you go and it's a weekend long course and they start off with the history of guns. Then they go to the safety of guns. You practice loading and unloading. You learn about all the different cartridges and shells and safe firing and making sure that where you're pointing the gun is safe. You go through a lot. 
Then there's a waiting period, a cooling off period, if you will. And then the RCMP does their work. Once they approve you, it comes back to your local police force. So in my case, it was Halton. Then I had to go in and meet with Halton police officers who gave me the third degree. Why do you want a gun? What are you going to do with your gun? Where are you going to keep your gun? What kind of bullets does your gun take? All that sort of stuff. I have gone through that whole process and passed. And and they've uh, allowed me to have a gun. So this new law is specifically targeting people like me because the government puts this law in but it has nothing to do with the guns that are being used for the crimes that we hear about every single day on the news Uh, they used an example yesterday this was bill blair the public safety minister he pointed out that a 14 year old girl got shot in an apartment last week in toronto it was horrible 14 year old girl got shot wow that was not someone that legally owns a gun that went through all the different processes Mm -hmm. to get that gun and get approval for it. And and by the way, when you own a gun, it's not just a blanket like you're approved. Go ahead and buy as many guns as you want. Every time you do buy a gun, it gets logged. You have to uh, if you're transporting the gun, there's specific rules around that in your home. It needs to be kept a certain way, i.e. the ammunition can't be near the firearm. It has to be under lock and key with a trigger lock. And most people have safes to keep their guns in with the lock and a lock. It's crazy. This law goes after people like me, not necessarily after the people like, uh, I don't know, the gangbangers that are out there just shooting people up. I don't understand why we're doing this. And and I'm going to say that I do agree with the red and yellow flag law. I I think the prime minister is spot on with that. And I'll come back to that. But when it comes to these guns, I mean, uh, there's long rifles. I think most people understand that you can only have seven bullets in a long rifle. That would be a shotgun or a, a rifle. Handguns in particular are the ones that they seem to want to ban. But I just don't understand how this is going to make the streets safer. I really just don't understand how... The prime minister thinks that if you ban handguns or if you give the municipalities the authority to do what you don't have the balls to do yourself, it, it, let's say Toronto, for example, bans handguns. The, the feds will back them up now with this new law. But I don't understand how that makes the streets safer. Do you get it? Am I missing something here? Well, I think the, 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 it might it might impact it. I don't think that it would make things worse. Right. And maybe that's and maybe that's the reasoning. But let me ask you, like, what's the best thing to do here? The people that end up with with guns in their hands didn't take the course, like you mentioned, didn't do all the things that you're doing. So how do we where do they get the guns to begin with? That's where we need to make sure that it's cut at that source, whatever that source might be. Like, what is the proper? I mean, I I don't know enough about it to to know, but there's got to be other things that they're doing and i think there is by the way there's a lot of very undercover operations right that that they're finding out where the sources how they're getting their hands on these on these weapons but that's what they need to really target the irony struck me yesterday because just yesterday first day back after the long weekend a lot of media outlets were covering the brand new border restrictions and the border is going to be locked down. We already know that when you fly in, it's mandatory checks and you got to go to the quarantine hotel and you got to have a test. The land border crossings, they're bringing in the military to enforce those border crossings. Listen, if we can do that, if we can protect our border and be that thorough about it, how can we not prevent guns from coming over the border because that's where the majority of them are coming from Uh, right now um, i have a nexus card for example i can go into the states and maybe one out of 20 times do they even ask me any questions most of the time i just flash my nexus they call up my profile i'm good all right on your way 
I could be bringing guns over. Now, I'm not, and I never would, but I think there are people out there who are bringing guns over the border, and they're getting big money selling those on the streets. Even if you bring back just one or two, that's an easy grand every time. Every single time you can sell that gun to someone who's not following the rules and doesn't give a shit if they're illegal or not because they bought it illegally. That's what I don't understand is why we aren't really locking down the border. Um when it comes to guns, uh, this law here, while it's fine, I, I guess, I, I just don't understand the point of it. Um, the red flag law is good, though. That's particularly for someone who's dealing with mental health issues, uh, domestic abuse situations. That's important. If you and your partner have a fight and you know that they're real angry and a little unstable and they've been drinking a lot, and they're a firearms owner, you would be able to immediately go to the courts and request that the courts have the police go and disarm them and take that gun away. That's important. I think that'll save lives. I think that was the smartest part of this bill. The rest of it I don't understand. I I think the laws we had were actually quite admirable. They were very strict. I think the U.S. should look at doing what we do. Mm -hmm. But the red and yellow flag laws, I think that's essential, as long as they're reasonable about it. And I do trust that judges will be reasonable. So I I think that's really good. Another thing that everybody's talking about is uh, the move to put booze in variety stores in Ontario. Mm -hmm. If you don't live in Ontario, maybe you're listening in the States or in another province, maybe you don't already know that our laws are uh, from the 1800s in that you have to go to specific <laughs> government-owned stores to buy alcohol. It's stupid is what it is. Yeah. And, and, and I will flip that. I will flip that script, Scott. When you live in Ontario your whole life, you don't realize how good other places have it and how shitty you have it when you visit such provinces like Alberta or places in the States as well or Quebec, and you see how they have it, and you go, why can't we have nice things? That was my, that was exactly my experience with this. So I'm all for this proposal. Every time I'm in the States, I'm amazed at how convenient it is. And and I actually made a conscious effort to monitor it the last few times I was down there. And I thought, huh, am I drinking more because it's more accessible? The answer was no. It just meant I didn't have to make an extra stop to go and get beer. I do notice it in particular, certain states don't allow it to be sold in gas stations and convenience stores. You have to go to an actual alcohol store. But in the states that do allow you to buy booze at variety stores and gas stations, it seems to work pretty well for them. Mm-hmm. And and they don't really have any issues with that. So I don't know why we wouldn't do it in Ontario. But the current laws need to be changed because as it reads right now, you could go into 7-Eleven and buy alcohol, but you couldn't leave with it. It's not available for takeout or even for delivery. So who the fuck is going to stand around in a 7-Eleven watching the hot dogs turn on the roller and the taquitos roll around on the roller, drinking a beer and then just leave? Who's doing that? Yeah, no one should. No one should do that. If you're drinking at 7-Eleven, that's a problem. Going to buy booze at 7-Eleven and taking it home? Fine. Drinking it at 7-Eleven? It's not set up like a bar. Who the fuck would do that? <laughs> yeah, usually it goes, you, you get drunk the next day, maybe you'll head into a 7-Eleven because you really have no other options. I don't know. Um, I, I, don't, I, I love this. I, I, I think it's a step. And we did have some people messaging us this morning when we were talking about it, like, well, that's fine, but I don't have a 7-Eleven near me. Well, don't forget, this is a step that could have it in more places, A and B. It's a franchisee opportunity. So if this passes, there's a chance people will perk up to that because they're thinking about, or they already own another 7-Eleven, and they're thinking about adding to it. 
and could put more out there if this if this goes through and i'm i'm all for it i'm all for the convenience it let let's let's move ahead like you said i feel like we're living in the past right now i really do sure and by the way for those who don't have a 711 near them cuz i think it was 61 locations in ontario yeah. have applied for that liquor license uh, let's just point out here that if they get it you bet your ass Circle K is going to be next. And you bet your ass that yeah, Max this is will be what right I mean. after yeah, that. Exactly. This is what I mean. This is the beginning. This is a step. And you need to don't just focus on the 7-Eleven part. Focus on this is a step to get it in more places. So you got to be for it. Story from the West Coast, British Columbia. A man was accused of touching himself while he was giving a woman a massage. He is a professional masseuse. He's from Prince George. His name is Trevor Scott. He was accused of being a deviant because back in the spring of 2019, two female clients filed complaints against him because he was touching himself in that inappropriate way while he used his other hand to give them a massage. They did a full and thorough investigation here. I'm sure the Prince George Police Department is on top of their game. They looked into it. They investigated the whole scenario. And they found out that the man's version of the story was correct. He wasn't masturbating while he was giving these women a massage. He's just really bad at his job. He was playing games on his phone. Okay. He was massaging them with his left hand and playing like fucking doodle jumper. (laughs) Candy crush in his phone. (laughs) Why does he do it then? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, sometimes you mail it in at work too. Uh, Fuck whatever. No, not fuck whatever. You have a license to do this. Don't fucking do it then. Okay, but we all get bored sometimes at work. No, you're not actually defending this fucking guy. Go do something else. You like fucking games so much. Do something with that. You know, this is why I'm so picky with the people who do anything to my body. I don't care if you do my hair. I don't care if you're a masseuse or you get my I get my nails done with you. I have to have full trust in you. And I am not sure what the scenario was here with this particular fella, but that's brutal. That's br- I would lose my shit if that was me. Okay, maybe I'm just a little... I would rather you masturbate while you're massaging me than playing your fucking phone. (laughs) That would offend me less. And and maybe that's the problem here, is when I started reading the story, I was set up for, ah, here's some sick fuck. He's a masseuse for all the wrong reasons, so he can touch women and play with himself at the same time. He was just playing doodle jump or something like that on his phone. That's not nearly as bad as masturbating while you're massaging someone. So now that I hear that, I think, oh, okay, that's not that bad then. That's not that bad. It's brutal. It's brutal. It could have been worse. Maybe he was masturbating. Who knows? Um, (laughs) Did you hear the woman who went into – oh, yeah, you must have because we played it on the show this morning. Woman went into Dunkin' Donuts in the States. And she wanted a dozen donuts. How many donuts are in a dozen? Uh, Twelve. Nope. Not according to this woman. Oh. Listen to this. I want 50. I need more. Oh, yeah. 50. Five zero. That's what a dozen is. Not 12. You don't understand any English. 12 is a dozen. I want more than 12. You don't need to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> she honest to God thought a dozen was 50. You don't have to be so rude about it. Um, <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> what? We, 
wait a minute. Like, she honestly thought that that was, that she was right, that 50 was a dozen? What made her, here, this is what I, I love these moments. I love these moments in time where people, you, you come, you, you meet somebody or you're having a conversation with someone and you realize that they are wrong. And, and then you wonder how long they went in their life thinking that and who told them that. This is one of those scenarios. I want to be there when she finally realizes a dozen is not 50. And who told you that a dozen is 50? Right. I love those holy shit moments of, wait, it's not? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Seriously, she thought a dozen was 50. Oh, and by the way, what the fuck are you going to do with 50 donuts? What, are you building some sort of a weird tower? <laughs> Is there some sort of like a police convention going on? What, what are you going to do with 50 fucking donuts? One for every one of my personalities. <laughs> I don't, I, I can't with that kind of, like, it, it shocks me. And she was so sure, too. I, did you hear that? She was so sure. Here's a question for you. The last time you went to Blockbuster Video, do you remember it? Oh, my gosh. I, I cannot pinpoint the, the, the last time. What I will tell you, I remember one instance of I reserved Twilight. Okay. Twilight. Here we go. Wow. Very Taking first. a trip through time right here. Yep. I reserved uh, a purchased coffee, copy of it, and I believe it was from a Blockbuster. And that might have been the last time that I that I got it. And that was... I don't know, at least like 15 years ago. So that might have been that might have been it. Here's the problem. The last time any of us went to Blockbuster Video, almost none of us knew that was going to be our last time ever going to Blockbuster Video. They were just gone, right? It just shut down. Everybody started streaming. There was no need to go down to a physical store and rent a VHS or a DVD anymore. You didn't need to do it. So Blockbuster said, peace out, fuckers, we're gone. Now there's a little bit of vintage Blockbuster throwback happening. This is an article that we've got right now in scottandcat.ca. Do you want to explain the Blockbuster eyeshadow? <laughs> yeah, the, you heard that right, Blockbuster eyeshadow. So this is a Hot Topic thing, and if anyone's familiar with Hot Topic, they've got all kinds of, like, some of their shit's pretty cool, though, I will say. Some of their stuff is really cool, kind of nostalgic, and this is no exception. So it's a eyeshadow palette. That is based on Blockbuster, supposed to take you down memory lane. So the outside of the eyeshadow palette actually looks like a Blockbuster case. You remember what those look like, everybody? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then each color is a different genre. So as you stroll through the stores, you might remember, obviously, sci-fi, fantasy, drama. And so each uh, eyeshadow color is named after each genre. That's crazy to me. I'm looking at this color palette. W- would you wear this? Never. No. Think- the, the colors no? look atrocious to me. Like nothing that would probably oh. suit me personally. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about then. <laughs> I thought it looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> All the colors of the rainbow. I mean, no, it's not it's not for me, um, I think, but I love the the I love the concept of it, for sure. And last but certainly not least for today. A man in Bangkok, Thailand. There's never a time when saying Bangkok isn't funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, A guy in Bangkok, Thailand. Last weekend, trying to get ready for the big date with his girl, decided he was going to fluff up his dick a little bit. He was going to get it nice and ready for her. (laughs) Kind of like when you have a guest over and you fluff the pillows, you just fluff the dick up. Is that how that works? You want to make sure that when you pull your pants down, you're having a good dick day. (laughs) 
So he wanted to, I don't know, maybe get a little more blood down there, maybe make it look a little bigger or longer or harder, whatever. And he'd heard that you can slip a ring over your dick and that can not only improve the performance, but also the appearance as well. The thing is, this fucking guy, uh, maybe they don't have them in Bangkok. I don't know. He he didn't go to Aren't We Naughty or the Stag Shop or uh, the Love Shack or anything like that and buy a cock ring. He went into his toolkit and found a ring like you might put over a pipe when you're joining them. It was a steel ring that he put on his dick. Uh-oh. This was on Friday night. And Saturday was going to be his Valentine's. And he thought, yeah, my dick's going to look fantastic. Wait till this girl sees it. She won't be able to stay off of it. But then his dick did start getting a little bigger. And then it became impossible to get that ring off. (laughs) So eventually he had to admit defeat. Uh, What are your options? You can just let your dick swell until it bursts or you can go to the ER. You can go to the ER and tell the doctor, yeah, I fucked up. I, I wasn't through my toolkit and I saw like this little ring there and I thought if I put that on my dick, then it'll be great. You won't believe what I slid my dick through. I mean, <laughs> the receptionist at the ER, though, in some cases, I would love to. You should write a book if you're one of those. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. So the doctors took a look at his dick and they're like, all right, well, we're going to have to admit you and get that thing off. So they put him in one of those shitty hospital gowns, laid him in a bed. Doctor came in, and and, and I don't mean this to be a, a rude comment by any means, but typically I don't get medical advice from a contractor, but I also wouldn't call a doctor if I needed a project done that involved power tools. So what do we do here? The doctor had to have somebody bring in some power tools for him because the only way to get this thing off his dick was to cut it off. How do you think that went? <gasps> Don't tell me he lost his dick in the process. Oh, that'd be a major fuck up. Imagine that. You went in to get this metal ring cut off your dick and they actually cut your dick off. Well, actually, I guess that would get the ring off. (laughs) No, actually, the doctor is being uh, widely praised for his serious skills. He got that thing off without even nicking the guy's dick. Wow. No blood at all. Wow. Here's the thing. And maybe you're wondering, okay, but what about the dick? Is it still good? Does it still work? Was there any permanent damage? There's some damage, but it's only temporary. They say he will make a full recovery within a few weeks. So in a few weeks, you'll still be able to Bangkok? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. What I'm wondering in all this is he obviously had to cancel his Valentine's Day date. Did he tell the girl why, mm. or did he make up some excuse? Man, if 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 a guy tells if if a guy told you what happened, you do run the risk of either they'll laugh their ass off and they'll be fine with it, and they'll be like, "You made a dumb mistake." But you have to be really fucking stupid to do what he did. Like, let's be honest, we all feel bad for him in the moment. Ah, he almost lost his dick. He had to go to the ER. But that's a pretty fucking dumb thing to do. Oh yeah. It's really dumb. Like, you like don't put your stupid. dick through any through you, just anything. Yeah. Like ask yourself, huh, what could go wrong? You gotta be pretty stupid to do that. So maybe, maybe this is a sign that whoever he was trying to impress, they should just stay the fuck away. Uh we've got a ton of cock rings here, eh? 
Really? Still. Oh, are those the ones that they dropped off for yeah. promo giveaways and yeah. that we couldn't decide where to give them away? That's right. Cock rings <laughs> don't expire, right? I mean, why would they, right? Not or do they? Do they them. lose their stretchiness after a while or anything like that? I can't see why they would. Uh, we literally have a box. It's funny. I was just talking to uh, our promo guy here at the station, and he's like, do you know? <laughs> this is an awkward conversation to have, I guess. Do you know anyone who needs a box of cock rings? <laughs> thought, Did you ask Scott? Um, yeah. <laughs> I said maybe, but I'm not asking them. But just so you know, there is a whole box from the love shop filled with cock rings. Filled with want- cock rings. I want to put an ad on, like, Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace just to see who responds to have a, a free full box of cock rings. I just want to set up, like, a camera and a drone and just see what happens. <laughs> see who shows up. Shows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for listening to this edition of After 9, guys. We will catch you right back here tomorrow with a new edition. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.